This is Amy Fisk, director at Walmart of U.S. Manufacturing and Sourcing, and you're listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clark Cogbill. I serve as director of marketing for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. We are recording today's episode from the studios of Lucky Dog Audio in downtown Little Rock. On June 28th and 29th, more than 1,100 businesses from across the country pitched their products made, grown, or assembled in the U.S. to Walmart and Sam's Club merchants at Walmart's ninth annual Open Call in Bentonville, Arkansas. Open Call is Walmart's largest sourcing event for more than 5,300 Walmart and Sam's Club stores in the U.S. More than 4,500 entrepreneurs applied and over 13,000 products were registered. This year, finalists representing all 50 states, including the District of Columbia, pitched their products for consideration through 30-minute, one-on-one virtual and in-person meetings. Nearly 60% of all business owners invited to open call self-identify as a diverse-owned business. This year, the Arkansas Economic Development Commission was a proud sponsor of Walmart Open Call, and our marketing team, including me, had the opportunity to attend the event and we had a front row seat. It was incredible to witness it firsthand. Uh, We met tons of entrepreneurs from all over the country. We heard some inspirational speakers, and we even learned to do the Walmart cheer and a big crowd of people. It was pretty exciting. Today on the Arkansas Inc. podcast, we are lucky to be joined by the person in charge of Open Call, Amy Fisk, Director of U.S. Manufacturing and Sourcing for Walmart. Amy Fisk, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Hey, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. First of all, Amy, I just want to say congratulations on such a successful event. I can't even imagine all the logistics involved, but it was a very well-run event. Thank you very much. I happen to think so myself, but thank you very much. (laughs) Now, Amy, everyone knows Walmart, obviously, Mm -hmm. but for those who aren't familiar with Open Call, how would you describe the event? Well, that's a fabulous question. Um, And you did mention, you know, it's the largest sourcing event that we hold, um, that that anyone holds, really. Um, But Walmart Open Call is really, it's this unique opportunity for select entrepreneurs who have shelf-ready products made, grown, or assembled in the U.S. So this is a U.S. manufacturing event. And the idea is for these entrepreneurs to meet face-to-face with Walmart and Sam's Club merchants uh, with that potential of getting their product in hands of millions of our customers. Um, But I think outside of that explanation, this event, I think the the biggest thing for these suppliers and these entrepreneurs is that it not only gives them the chance to meet face-to-face, but it gives them great networking opportunities, as you probably saw while you were there. Oh, yes. Um, And then it gives them the chance at the big break. So like, right, they walk away with something that they didn't come with uh, that could include that big break that they've been looking for with Walmart or Sam's Club, which is a deal. Um, Getting that golden ticket and getting on shelf, um, that's that's the biggest thing, I think, is really just giving them opportunities, opportunities across the board. And when you get a deal with Walmart and literally that golden ticket, I mean, that is a game changer for it your is. business. It is. Absolutely. So this year's event was the ninth annual open call. 
can you take us back to the origin of the event? How and how has it grown since the very first open call? Right, right. So we, you know, think about this goes all the way back to to it actually goes goes way back when, uh, which I'll cover <laughs> a little later. <laughs> but but you know. 2013, we announced a $250 billion commitment. Um, and then once we quickly launched that commitment and that initiative, we realized that there's that there's opportunities and there's things that play into that commitment. Um, open call being being one of those. So that was open call was was then created. And the idea is supporting American products and American jobs. It just makes sense, right? It makes sense for customers our communities, our company, we are leading the way through our commitment. And then again, quickly re-announced a $350 billion commitment in products made, grown, or assembled. Um, So when you think about, to your original question, when you think about the origin of the event, you know, think nine years ago, we're talking less than a hundred meetings for a merchant. And it was very, it was a very intimate setting. Whereas you fast forward nine years, and as you mentioned before, more than 1,100 suppliers are invited to come to Bentonville. And we went to, we went from in person and, and, you know, quickly with COVID, quickly transitioned to virtual meetings only. And then this year, we've, we've never done this before, but this year we offered a hybrid experience where we could do either or. And, and so, I mean, we've talk about evolution, <laughs> evolution. This event has gone, you know, this year by far has has outweighed, outdone, you know, any past event. Uh, and we just continue to grow. Right. Yeah, it was it was amazing to watch. And so I think you said just now your first event had 100 meetings and this one had 1100 meetings. So 11 times bigger than the very first one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. How did the 2022 open call turn out? What are some of the results? Yeah. So we had more than 1,100 businesses from across the country pitch their products, made, grown, or assembled in the U.S. to Walmart and Sam's Club merchants. Again, this was our ninth year, but preliminary results indicated that more than 330 of those pitches resulted in a deal for businesses to sell their items to Walmart customers through placement on Walmart or Sam's Club shelves, online at walmart.com or on Walmart's marketplace. And additionally, those business owners of more than 280 products are continuing conversations with merchants for potential deals in the future. And I would just say, you know, we continue to see success stories and hear feedback from the merchandising organization. So those numbers will change. Right. But as I mentioned, preliminary results, we were extremely excited um, with the results from from pitch day. That's fantastic. Let's talk about some of the success stories from this year's open call. What are some that what are a few that come to mind for you? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's hard to pick one. <laughs> Do I have to pick one? <laughs> Um, I'm going to keep it right here in Arkansas, if, that, if that's okay. Um, sure. <laughs> we had uh, a Fayetteville, Arkansas entrepreneur, Jarrett Industries. Uh, he is a repeat open call participant. Hugh Jarrett actually applied to take part in Walmart's inaugural open call back in 2014. So when you think about our very first open call, he came and pitched his taco plate and received an order for 1 million taco plates in our in our 2014 
event. So fast forward, this year he actually came in and pitched a flag saver and received a yes following the meeting with the Walmart merchant as well. So when I think about success and, and you know, we tell suppliers all the time, you know, it, it doesn't stop here, right? Come pitch to us, whether you do, you don't, you get a deal, whatever that looks like, you know, come back. You can always come back um, and maintain that relationship with Walmart. And this is just one supplier that is really, you know, started from the beginning and, yeah. and you know, look at him now. So great success story, great story. And it sounds like he maintained that relationship with Walmart and it paid off, persistence paid off. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I noticed, we, we had the opportunity to talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and just so many, such a variety of niche business ideas. I mean, it was really incredible to hear all of the different things that people had invented and were trying to take to market. And, um, you know, sometimes they would talk about they've tried in the past or they're going to try in the future. And it just sounds like Walmart is very supportive of these entrepreneurs. And I know there was a lot of advice. We heard some of it firsthand, but there was a lot of advice given, not only directly from Walmart, but from other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who had been successful in the past. Can you talk a little bit about that from the perspective of being a, a potential Walmart supplier? What kind of support do you get at OpenCall? Yeah. And that's, you know, I mentioned that a little earlier. That's one thing that our, our number one goal, right, is to get the suppliers there and let them get faced. That's our that's the most important piece. Get them in front of a merchant. But right. the second thing is they have to walk away with something they didn't come with. And this year we took a different approach and thought, you know, not only is it important for them to get in front of a merchant and talk to the merchants and hear that feedback, that is that is more valuable than anyone can ever know to hear from the largest retailer in the world and hear that feedback about the product. Um, but this year, our our approach was give them something a little more relatable, right? Like uh -huh. bring in some, some past open callers that have lived that experience and they've gone through every single thing that, that supplier, those suppliers that came this year, everything they've gone through, why not give them that that ability to have an intimate conversation with people who've been in their shoes. And I think that, you know, hearing feedback from the suppliers this year, I think that was a massive piece and an extremely successful, um, a massive piece for them to walk away and say, and, you know, I actually, it's so funny because I had, um, I had a supplier, one of those mentoring suppliers email me last night and say, I still have some of those small businesses reaching out to me asking if, if I can mentor them down the road, you know, and it's, it's been, yeah, I mean, here it is, you know, a couple of weeks after the event. So it's like, you know, maintain, not only maintaining or, or getting that mentorship, but maintaining like, like lifelong networking, right? Like that could, that could last for years and years and lifetimes. So I, I think that was just a huge win this year to, to be able to provide that for the attendees. Absolutely. It seemed like, you know, again, not only to hear directly from Walmart, but to hear um, tips from those who have gone through the open call process and been successful. You know, how, what worked for you? What obstacles right. did you overcome? Yeah. Amy, how does the open call help Walmart strategically stay at the forefront of the retail industry and continue to deliver on its promise of providing low prices to its customers? You know, at Walmart, we believe in making a difference on issues our customers and communities care about. We believe we can create more American jobs, 
by supporting more American manufacturing. Jumpstarting this manufacturing industry and re rebuilding the middle class requires a national effort by companies, industry leaders, lawmakers, and others. And together, we know we can spark a revitalization in U.S. manufacturing by making production more affordable and feasible in the United States. We can bring our customers more products made, grown, or assembled in the U.S. And manufacturers, and here's the best part of all of it, manufacturers can create more jobs in America. Absolutely. It makes sense to me. This podcast is all about economic development. And when I think about and watched Open Call this year, it really is about helping entrepreneurs. And we always say small business is at the heart of the economy. And so I see all these small business, uh, all these small business people, all these entrepreneurs creating things, manufacturing things. And to get that deal with Walmart, to get that relationship in place with Walmart, not only helps them, but it really is great for the American economy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. As you mentioned, in 2021, Walmart announced that it would commit $350 billion to support U.S. manufacturing and supporting more than 750,000 American jobs. Why has Walmart committed to boosting manufacturing in the United States? Yeah, and Clark, I'm going to get a little emotional on you. This this is one of the biggest reasons that um, that I came to the the U.S. Manufacturing and Sourcing Organization because we have a long, proud history of supporting products made, grown, or assembled in the U.S. And this dates back to Sam Walton. Under his leadership, Walmart started, and hopefully you've heard of it, but Walmart started Bring It Home to the USA program. And to quote Mr. Sam, our primary goal became to work with American manufacturers and see if our formidable buying power could help them deliver the goods and in the process, save some American manufacturing jobs. And guess what? It worked. The investment we're making now just continues to build on Mr. Sam's vision. And I have to say sourcing locally is, is good for our business. Um, it's good for our business in all retail markets. When we source domestically, we have not only shorter lead times and deliver fresher products to our customers, um, but local suppliers know the customer preferences. It just makes sense for our customers. It makes sense for our communities and it makes sense for our company. Um, U.S. manufacturing really matters. It matters to the suppliers. It matters to entrepreneurs and to the environment. And most importantly, it matters to our customers, more than 85% of which have actually said it's important to carry products made, <clears throat> excuse me, made or assembled in the U.S. And most of all, because of the jobs it brings, and it matters to those American communities and the people that live in them. That's great. That's great. It's a super event. And it, again, it was just so inspiring to see all these entrepreneurs and the physical products that they're bringing to market that they're manufacturing here in the U.S., so, Amy, a couple of tough questions here. <laughs> what is your personal favorite part of Walmart Open Call? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, Open Call is my favorite day. You probably heard that a lot at the event. and, and I heard the, it constantly. It, so it, many it, people from Walmart said, this is our favorite time of the year. And it's so true. And to the listeners um, for the podcast today, if you, if you, 
if you want to hear about how it's the most favorite day of the year, you can go to our um, our Jump website and watch our executive session. But it really is. It's it's one of my most favorite days. And I think this year was even more special because, you know, hosting a hybrid event, you still get to maintain a relationship with those suppliers virtually. But to have people right. back in person, um, the spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit is just contagious. The energy that was in that building on event day, both both days, whether it was pitch day um, or we were going through all the learning sessions, just that energy and the emotion. There, there is something truly emotional about about this event, and it's not just about getting product on Walmart shelves. It's about really understanding how you're impacting communities and the lives of the of the people that live in those communities and the lives of the people that that are you know, pitching that product. And I, I tell you, Clark, and, and I'm sure you heard it from all of those um, suppliers. It's just, they were so energetic and ready to tell their story. They, they didn't care if, if you, you were a merchant or if you were just there in support, they were, the inner energy was just insane. And I, I think that's probably my favorite part is just seeing that true emotion. There was nothing political, nothing business. It was just true emotion in that building. And I, it just, it, it really tugs at your heartstrings. <laughs> I, I was a firsthand witness to it. I mean, it was incredible energy. We were, we were, <laughs> we were caught up in it, you know, especially <laughs> like, you know, doing the Walmart cheer and uh, just hearing so many people say how much they loved open call, their favorite time of the year. And you mm -hmm. could tell they meant it. And it was a lot of fun to just participate this year. So yeah. I'm really glad that we got the chance to do that. Yeah, same. All right. What what do you see as the future for Walmart Open Call, Amy? Oh, you know, it is going to continue to evolve. I can promise you that. Uh, we're thinking bigger, better. I mean, every year you hear largest yet. Um, but I do, I have to say that next year... 2023 will be our 10th anniversary. So, I mean, we really we really have to think <laughs> outside the box for next year, but Yeah. I mean, honestly, again, believing that supporting American products and American jobs makes sense, it it we have to leverage um we have to leverage that. We have to talk about how much it makes sense for our customers, our communities, our companies and and, you know, Walmart's really leading the way through our commitment to invest that additional $350 billion in products made, grown, or assembled. And Open Call just underscores that commitment, helps us make a difference on issues that really matter. So we're excited. It, I, that's about as far into it as I'll go. But I will <laughs> say that for the 10-year ten, the anniversary the spirit in in just being a part of um, being a part of Open Call and and the success of Open Call, we're just we're really excited and anxious to. I mean, I've already started planning for next year, so if that tells you anything, <laughs> um, we're just really excited to to continue um, continue down the path. And ten years just makes it makes it even better. Can't wait to see what Walmart comes up with for the tenth anniversary of Open Call. So, Amy. If an entrepreneur is interested in participating in Open Call, what's the best way for them to find out more? Well, I would say, you know, I mentioned earlier our Jump website, engage.walmart-jump.com. 
Um, that is our jobs in U.S. manufacturing portal. And I would say, you know, we have an events page there. And if you're wanting to stay up to date, uh, there's ways to engage on, no pun intended, there's ways to engage <laughs> on our Jump website that I would definitely recommend. And I would also say selfishly, I'll plug in, you know, we have a huge focus on U.S. manufacturing and that website also offers ways to um, participate in in different resources and, and activities um, that, that are available out there for U.S. manufacturing. So I would say it would be good um, for that to be the one-stop shop to get you where you need to go for, for everything U.S. manufacturing, but but definitely for, for open call. Final question, Amy. <laughs> yes. Of all the products sold at Walmart, both in stores and online, do you have a favorite one, two, or three? You keep asking me favorite questions. It's so hard to pick. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to pick. Um, I am not going to say that I have a favorite and, and you probably don't like that. I'm not, I'm not actually going to answer that question, but I am going to say that of all the products that we see for us manufacturing, whether that's basic products on the shelf, uh, like toilet paper, um, right. All the way to um, NIC Industries has a great product with headlight restoration that's that's um, made and manufactured right here in the U.S. So I picked up a sample so from, of that while I was at open. Call. Did you? That is that's yes. fantastic. Um, that's a great product. But from end to end, whether you're thinking consumables or even into to our hardlines business, I think uh, I don't. Ha- I, I will not. I will not talk about a favorite product, <laughs> but I will say that the stories behind the product. So when you when you get mm. to learn the product, it's one thing to see them on the shelf represented, right. um, but the story behind it. When you start to dig into, you know, not only does it provide you know several hundred jobs within that community, they give back to the community, they donate to to you know cancer patients, and and what that may give jobs to. Um, to the community, it just right. It provides a, a different level of emotion that makes you proud to purchase that product. So, so I would I would say I don't have um, a favorite, but I would say that I'm I am proud. There's a sense of pride in purchasing the products that that we highlight um, for U.S. manufacturing. Does that help? Does that answer at least some of your questions? <laughs> We will let you get away with that answer. Uh, there okay, there were some very inspirational stories <laughs> at Open Call. And yeah. so, great answer, Amy. Thank you. Well, I've been talking today with Amy Fisk, Director of U.S. Manufacturing and Sourcing for Walmart. Amy, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit with me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. This is Clark Cogbill, Director of Marketing for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. You can subscribe to the Arkansas Inc. podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other podcast apps. For more information about AEDC and to sign up for our monthly newsletter, visit ArkansasEDC.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.